With the AMP, Alpha Merger Protocols, Dr. Back and Alpha Experts will be advising and helping companies and startups to join the big leagues, aka the stock market. It is the dream of most entrepreneurs to see their company traded in the stock market and to have access to the necessary resources to grow their company and vision. Through SPAC, special purchase acquisition companies, which have the favor of Wall Street and of the investment community, Dr. Back and experts of the Alphas will be prepping companies to successfully merge with a SPAC. In other words, to be traded on Wall Street. The mandates are on a one-on-one -on -one basis. More and more experts and Alphas of the financial world are joining in for this particular purpose. If you have a company and are looking for the ultimate evolution, if you are a startup in the era of digitalization and are looking at huge market and still looking for capital, reach out. You are the next big thing. We are helping you to acquire the funds to make it so. Hundreds of billion of dollars are waiting to be invested as we speak. Welcome to the Alphas. I am Dr. Mack. Welcome to the Alphas. A year ago, we started a crazy journey. It was COVID, everybody was stuck home, we were benched, and then we started connecting. Within a year, it's amazing the kind of friendship and progress that we've done. Last year on the Alphas, Dr. Back recorded two series of podcast, Million Dollar Mindset, 40 episodes, and The Alpha Show, 30 episodes. Within The Alphas, he co-wrote and published six books with two more to follow soon. Aftermath, April 2020, written with Dr. Eric Lacoste. Relevancy, May 2020, with co-author Dr. Paul Wallet and many Alpha guest authors. Midas Touch, June 2020, with co-author Dr. Julio Reynafaja and Dr. Paul Wallet. The Power of DR, June-July 2020, in collaboration with the Global Summit Institute founded by Dr. Kian Ashar, with co-author Dr. Pavel Krastev and many guest authors. The Modern Woman, August 2020, with co-author Dr. Emily Letran and guest author Sharon Lecter. Touchstone, November 2020, with co-author Dr. Ken Sarota. All these books are available on Amazon, Apple Books and at Barnes & Noble. We wrote The Future and the hope of this industry, the dental industry. A year ago, we were strangers. Today, we are partners. Today, we are your anchors. The office has built up the reputation throughout the world to thrive on leadership, on innovation. And it's my privilege to announce to you that we'll be announcing the creation of a federation of funds from the Alpha Summits and Talks, we are proud to announce the creation of an investment fund federation, ETAF. The Alpha was also the scene for a huge merge of tens of millions of dollars with the buyout of Coldwell Banker Quebec. This year, we are announcing the creation of AMP, Alpha Merger Protocol, to help companies and CEO to bring their company public, not through IPO but through SPAC's special purpose acquisition company. On this Dr. Back just accepted to join forces with one of the leading telehealth company in the USA to bring them to market. And guess what? We are just warming up. Unfortunately, we don't like to read that much anymore. So we create a new format, the combo format. Combo meaning that you have the paperback version, but also you will have access to the audio version of that book. 
By today, we're the only one in the world having this kind of combo. They are distributed by Amazon and Barnes Noble. In the same time, Dr. Back has developed and launched successfully a new platform to enjoy books and stories, UAX, streaming on Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Music and all major streaming outlet. Mainly it's a movie without image. Developed to entertain you and to stimulate your visual cortex throughout the reading of an audiobook. And we're not done yet. This has been a great year with the release of five albums distributed by all major music outlets. Five albums out. Streaming on Apple Music, Spotify and Amazon Music. In the meantime, Dr. Back scored the new world record of writing 72 books within 36 months and he did that with 10 days in advance. You know what? Voice Noble has picked up on a trend. Today, they're publishing our book within days after it reached Amazon. So even this will be accessible to you. Because Dr. Back has become a publishing company too. Yes, we will sharing with you our secrets and our tools, opening up to you the Alpha Protocols, a way to write your book within 24 hours of your working time, and publishing them within a month to Amazon, Apple Books, Kindle and Barnes and Noble. I wrote by hand 1.16 million words, but you won't have to. The Alpha Protocol will be available to everyone by 2022. In 2021, it will be available exclusively to support CEOs and companies' founders to help them prepare their road to IPO and mergers. On this, I am so glad to announce to you that I'll be starting my journey of taking 50 grand in a portfolio and try to bring it to a million. Follow his journey in Cryptoconomy 101. This will be a book, but also a blog and part of the Million Dollar Mindset podcast. Writing books brought me to meet so many people. And those people are all bringing their part of knowledge on the table. Oh, and one last thing. Dr. Back is right now at his 88th book. He is running to set the next world record of writing 100 books within four years. He will have until the end of August this year to set his new world record. If last year was crazy, this year promised to be even better. I can't wait to see what you'll be doing with our tools. I can't wait to hear your story, your hope, your dreams. Because if there's one thing we learned throughout this crisis is COVID brought us closer together. Celebrate with us the first anniversary of the Alphas. I'm Dr. Back. Welcome to the Alphas. So hi everyone, welcome back to the Alphas. Today we have the pleasure to have an expert of his field. He has been called Mr. Independent from Forbes in, from since 1971. He has created a rating system, rating stock market insurance. He's also been quoted by the US government being more accurate than the oil agency. We have Dr. Weiss with us. Dr. Martin Weiss, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Dr. Weiss, you've been known for a lot of things, but mainly, I have to ask you, Mr. Independent from Forbes, where is that coming from? Because the primary U.S. rating agencies, including S&P, Moody's, uh, Fitch, and also the rating agency that covers insurance companies, AM Best and Company, their business model is based on charging the companies they cover 
for the ratings. And um, the U.S. Congress, the SEC, and others have come to the conclusion that's a very serious conflict of interest. And it got them into some serious trouble, especially during the great financial crisis, because they gave very top ratings to their clients, which are the companies that buy their ratings. And that led to serious losses for investors and a whole bunch of people that got involved in those products that were high rated, even up to the day that some of the companies declared bankruptcy. Sometimes even after they declared bankruptcy, those uh, rating agencies uh, were known to maintain very high ratings for the companies, A plus ratings, AAA ratings. In our business, the Weiss ratings, we absolutely never accept a dime from the companies we rate. We are we're here exclusively for the end users of the information, the consumers, investors, and that's the sole source of our revenue. We never take any money whatsoever, hard dollars, soft dollars, fiat money, crypto money from the entities or the companies that we rate. That's absolutely essential in order to maintain our independence, our objectivity, and our accuracy. I must ask, you are a big player in such a big field. Being independent, do you feel the pressure from the other rating agency? We feel pressure from all sides. <laughs> First of all, I can't say we're a very big player because the the bigger business and the bigger revenue source is getting the $50,000 a year or $100,000 a year from each company you rate for each subsidiary per year, right? That's a big business and that's not the business we're in. So we're not as big as the others. We're quite a bit smaller. And the pressure we have is primarily when we give a bad rating to a company and they turn around and either threaten to file a legal action against us or actually file. It's cost us a lot of money over the years to defend ourselves against those lawsuits. We call them slap suits, which stands for strategic lawsuits against public policy because we're here really for the public and we're providing these ratings to help people. That has been over the years a, a huge cost in our business. Sometimes we we spend more money defending against those kinds of lawsuits than we earn from our, our business. <laughs> That's the pressure. Sure. Fortunately, in recent years, it's subsided. Uh, I think people are beginning to realize the importance of independent ratings, especially after the great financial crisis. Yes, especially after 2008. Mm -hmm. You should be skyrocketed in reputation because yes, the uh, agency right. was blamed very severely after that crisis. Right, right. And earlier also, you mentioned the government in terms of their praise of our ratings. Earlier, actually, about 10 years before the great financial crisis, maybe more, there was a great insurance crisis. And again, the other rating agencies, AMBEST, SMP, Moody's, and so on, gave the great insurance companies, very top ratings, and they failed. We were the only ones that gave them the appropriate ratings, which was a D or a D minus, which implies a very high vulnerability to failure. So the US Congress asked us to testify about this. How did this happen? The other radio agencies didn't show up. 
we were the only ones to testify. And as a result of that testimony, the Congressional Committee requested that the U.S. Government Accountability Office, the GAO, do a study comparing our ratings to those other major rating agencies. And that's when they discovered that ours outperformed the uh, other rating agencies by at least three to one. And that's the government report that you referenced earlier in your introduction. Dr. Weiss, be with us for one reason. It's uh, our audience. It's mainly made of doctors and financial, and we kind of—it's not cool to say—but we're the old guards. The, the new trend—it's coming up. And you're a pretty young guy, though. <laughs> Thank you. But with everything that you've done for the stock market, for the insurance, and you—you you have that credibility, especially after 2008, where most agencies fell, and you didn't. And you decide to move into the crypto market, which is by, by today's standard, something that everybody wants to know about. And people are still looking at trying to, to poke it with a stick and say, that, what is coming out? So my first question to you is, why the shift? Well, it wasn't really a shift. Just as we did with the insurance industry and the banking industry and others before that. In uh, 2017, we looked around at the what's happening in the cryptocurrency world. And we realized that we had a very similar situation, but on steroids. And what I mean is that the the discussion in the, in the, on the chat groups and on the web and in the media was all, all over the place about what cryptocurrencies are good, which ones are bad. The hype was over the top. It wasn't just a matter of bad ratings. There were no ratings. It wasn't just a matter of biased research. There was no research. The only thing out there was hype. And in some cases, if one person had a coin that he liked, they would, they would hype it up. If they had, there was another coin they didn't like, they would bash the hell out of it. There was no research. So it was a no man's land. We decided to step in and say, look, this space needs serious data and research in order to give the average person an objective evaluation. And that's when we studied all the cryptocurrencies for which there was abundant data. And we launched the first, the world's first ever, and still first only, the only ratings, financial ratings on cryptocurrencies. Initially, this was when we first launched, it was at the very peak of a big bubble. And so we, we gave Bitcoin a relatively low grade, a C plus, not bad, but it was definitely not good. It's, a, it's basically a do not buy rating. And all the other, most of the other cryptocurrencies got even lower grades. None of them got an A. Most of them were sell ratings. And so the Bitcoin lovers of the world were incensed they were extremely angry who is this newcomer telling us that you know bitcoin should be avoided and that all these other cryptos are 
B's and E's. And so they, they counterattacked. Talk about risk. <laughs> they, they attacked our website. And uh, we was, were the victim of a massive cyber attack. But in the end, they were wrong. We were right. That was absolutely the wrong time to buy. And later, over time, I think people began to realize that that our ratings have tremendous substance, tremendous amount of data and hard research behind them, and they have learned to trust our ratings of the cryptocurrency world. That was December of 2017. We were it was the worst time to buy. In December of 2018, one year later, we announced to the world now is finally the time to buy Bitcoin. And since then, it's gone from $3,000 and change to almost $40,000 today, even after a big decline that we've suffered in the last couple of weeks. So the, if you had followed our buy signal, you'd be up at least tenfold. Now, where are we going from here? It's a, a, a really tough question that a lot of people are struggling with. Some people think that this is the end. Bitcoin and Ethereum and all the other cryptos are going to start going down. And we don't. We are actually on the positive side. We're on the bullish side right now. We believe there is, if you miss the opportunity to make that tenfold gain in Bitcoin I just mentioned, you have a second chance now for two reasons. Number one, because you can buy right now, depending on when you air this, <laughs> I think it'll still be true. I think it'll still be true. You'll probably be able to buy at a price that's significantly lower than the peak we've seen this year or even this month. So you're getting in at a relatively better price, be it Bitcoin or any other cryptocurrency. Number two, the history shows that cryptocurrencies follow a cycle. A relatively regular cycle and the fourth phase of that cycle which is about seems like it's about to begin is the one where prices really explode and go through the roof where you get a lot of people rushing into the market and driving the prices higher but beyond the cycle there's one more thing that you need to be aware of There's something, there's a new movement afoot, a new money revolution spreading around the world that actually does not have hardly anything to do with Bitcoin. The only connection is that it's, used, it's based on the same original technology that Bitcoin spearheaded, but it's not Bitcoin. And it's not a money. It's not a kind of money. Instead, it's called DeFi. Yes, so DeFi represents decentralized finance. And it's a very new but rapidly growing set of projects to compete with or perhaps even replace a growing share of the entire global financial system. Instead of a financial system of stock exchanges and banks and central banks and other kinds of financial markets, it would be a financial system that's built on the blockchain, more secure, more efficient, more democratic, peer-to-peer. -peer. 
meaning that you don't have to go through a bunch of intermediaries and also basically an asset that's owned by the internet, the world community. And by that, I'm including not just the elites, but the world community of people of all walks of life and all classes would have access to this financial system for two things. First, for borrowing and lending. And right now, for example, if you want to go out and, and lend money, put money in deposit on in a bank, the average rate that you can get in the United States on a one-year CD is how much, guess how much it is? One year, you're gonna lock up your money with a bank. How much interest do you think you'll get here in the US? 0.5%. 0.18%. So if you have, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you have $10,000 at the end of the year, they'll give you 18 bucks. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. And uh, it's not even enough for a, a, a taxi cab. In Canada, the rates are, follow pretty much the US rates on the Canadian dollar. It's the same problem. The interest rates are zero or close to zero right now. You get nothing, nada, zilch. <laughs> so this in the, in, the, in the world of decentralized finance, you can buy something that's called a stable coin, which means that it's pegged to the dollar, US dollar, and you don't have the risk of the, you know, the Bitcoin or whatever else surging and falling. It's, your, your price risk is virtually only zero. And then you effectively can stake that sta those stable coins, which is a kind of deposit. And it, it's on a, a special kind of platform, a decentralized finance platform, which is kind of like a, a bank, an online bank. And instead of making 0.18% per year, you could be looking at average returns during the year of about 25%. This so 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 you can imagine how this thing might be growing very rapidly in fact this decentralized platforms of that kind have grown from total staking staked amount or total locked value which is equivalent to deposits from less than 1 billion one year ago to as much as 80 billion at its recent peak so that's a growth of 80 fold in just 12 months it shows you how this thing is just exploding. The, that's one kind of decentralized finance sector. The other sector is the equivalent, not of a bank, but the equivalent of an exchange. A crypto exchange, perhaps, but also potentially a stock exchange, a commodity exchange, all on the blockchain. Instead of going through a broker, the blockchain sets all the rules. And the rules are very, very efficient, very instantly enforced. And your transactions are peer to peer. I don't have to know who you are. The blockchain takes care of all the due diligence, but I can effectively be trading directly between you and me without an intermediary in the middle. And that is growing very, very rapidly. So this is in a nutshell what decentralized finance or DeFi is already doing today. Borrowing and lending, effectively replacing many of the functions of banks, plus swapping and trading other assets, cryptos, even proxies for stocks, maybe in the future for currencies, commodities, and so forth, peer-to-peer. -peer. Borrowing and lending, trading in other assets.
There's something I missed in your first part of explanation when you said that if I buy a stable coin, I can look at a return for about 25% a year. Mm-hmm. This is where if I lend the money, right. does it mean that if I borrow that money, I'm paying 25% interest a year? No, there are many different ways that this is being set up. There are ways you can borrow also, but at a much lower rate. The 25% is not as simple as opening a bank account, and it's still in its early stages, so it's a little bit harder for the average person to do it. We are developing a complete course about this to walk people through the steps, but it's still in its infancy. But no, the answer to your question is there are ways of borrowing against your own crypto, basically, at much, much lower rates than you're charged today. For example, the amount you pay in interest on your credit card balances is typically 24, 25% a year. And there are ways of borrowing money or borrowing crypto, which are much lower rates than that. But we're not comparing apples to apples. The first one, the 25% yield is a kind of what we call yield farming, where they actually go out and search for you the highest yields. It's a little bit more complicated. The the borrowing, the straightforward borrowing, you can do much more cheaply, but it's not apples to apples. (laughs) I was a little mesmerizer. Who's going to borrow at 25%? (laughs) Right. No. In this interview, I think it's beyond the scope of this interview to go into the nitty-gritty of it. And I'm not necessarily recommending that your your members rush out to try and do this. I'm basically citing these as examples of, of why it's growing so rapidly. If you're an investor, however, right now, and you are, you have some money that you can afford to risk, then there are assets you can buy to take advantage of this boom not as a saver or a borrower, but as an investor, provided you're willing to risk some risk money that you have available. The Alphas are proud to initiate the creation of ETAF, Emerging Technology Alpha Funds Federation. Under the leadership and vision of Dr. Paul Dominique, ETAF is a federation of funds that will invest in emerging technologies, especially in the telehealth industry. The raison d'etre of ETAF is to empower the startup and technologies of tomorrow to emerge strong and liberal post-COVID. Dr. Dominique and his team are dedicated to support the best technologies out there while looking to bring down the cost of medical and dental procedures. Our goal is to democratize and to empower healthcare. Telehealth is a prominent vertical at ETAF. Cryptocurrencies, fintech, personal growth and psychedelics are other verticals that ETAF will empower. If you want to be part of the leaders of tomorrow, reach out. ETAF, Emerging Technologies Alpha Funds Federation. Welcome to the Alphas. After accumulating world records writing books and developing strategic partnership with Apple Books, Apple Music, Amazon, Kindle and Amazon Music, Barnes & Noble, and Spotify, Dr. Back is proud to share his tools and connections with all of you.
For those looking to write a book and to be distributed by the giants of the books and music industries, Dr. Back is bringing to you the Alpha Protocols. The Alpha Protocols are a series of protocols allowing entrepreneurs, visionaries and leaders to narrate their thoughts into books, audiobooks combo, UAX and more. If Dr. Back wrote more than 1.2 million word by himself, you won't have to, thanks to the Apollo Protocol. You don't even have to be a writer. With the Apollo Protocol, we are bringing you from an interview and 24 hours of your working time to a book distributed by Amazon and Apple Books within 30 days. From there you will have access to elevate your book to the other protocols available. The Echo Protocol will empower each author distributed by Dr. Back Publishing Company to have an audio version produced and to be available on combo paperback, audiobook format, distributed exclusively by Amazon and Barnes & Noble. The UAX Protocol is the ultimate upgrade of your book, elevating your book to blockbuster status, streaming with the artists on Apple Music, Spotify and Amazon Music. This is your bridge to the pop culture and to make your content contemporary. The Alpha Protocols are available through the services offered by Emotive World Inc. Welcome to the Alphas. So within the confine of the legality of this podcast, because we can't advise people from a podcast, yes. but we have an audience of people with money that people yes. have worked hard all their life with savings that they're trying to, to find a better return on. And as yeah. you said, the interest rate on next to zero. You don't want to jump from the frying pan into the fire. And what I mean by that is we live in a high risk world. The crypto world is higher risk. The opportunities are great, but always recognize that it's money that you can afford to lose. I'm putting myself at a place of the majority of our viewers, mainly there are professional who earn the money, pay the tax, and now they have this in their 401k or their RSPs. And they're looking at all those titles coming out that people make a crazy return. I would advise that you follow three or four basic steps. Step one, learn as much as you can about it. There is a free platform called Cryptoversity. A colleague of ours is the founder. And at Cryptoversity, there's a lot of free educational material in the form of courses that you can look at, actual online courses, and they are currently available to the general public. I don't know how long they will, but right now they're currently available and open. The second step is to take a look at our ratings. They're also free. You can go to weisscrypto.com and you will see the grades on some of the major cryptocurrencies. Some are meriting a very high grade, some are meriting a very low grade, and that will give you a sense of which were the, the cream of the crop and which are to be avoided. Step number three, if you want to invest in some of these cryptocurrencies, then the simplest approach would be to set aside the funds you can afford to risk, set aside funds that you would even be comfortable losing. And with that small percentage of your net worth, invest in the cryptocurrencies that merit our very highest grades. Anything with a grade of B minus or better, we would consider a buy. Anything in the C range is fair. 
I would, it's either a hold or a void. And anything D plus or lower is, we would consider a sell. If you have it, sell it. If you don't, just don't touch it with a 10-foot pole. I would not be initially looking to trade these in and out. Once you put some money in them, just let it ride because we believe that this is just the beginning of the, of the crypto boom, that the crypto boom is just taking off in our opinion. We have to be transparent here. And I know my audience, they are doctors. They are very skeptical people also, hmm. very yeah. conservative. And uh, the financial are even worse. <laughs> those bankers, those VP. You say that you don't take money from any companies. Now you rate the crypto and crypto is, there's no company, it's kind of diffused. Mm -hmm. and you're giving your readings for free. How do you make your money? We also provide newsletters and regular updates. For example, we have a monthly newsletter called Weiss Crypto Investor, which provides specific investment recommendations. And for that, there's a charge. The ratings are available for free because we feel that's something we can offer to help empower investors to make their own decisions and to avoid the, the junk. That's really the first part of the battle is to avoid the junk because there's a lot of it out there. Let me just go back a little bit. Since 71, you were reading companies and insurance. You've been quoted by the US government of being more accurate than most of the other agency. And you are saying that we're at the beginning of a trend that it's even with the sudden crash that happened lately, it is the opportunity to, to jump in. And your ratings are free. What, what gain will I have to be part of your, your newsletter? Actually, there's also a free letter. It's called, if you sign, go to our Wise Crypto uh, site, you can sign up. And let me tell you about the free services first, okay? <laughs> so in addition to seeing the ratings for free, if you sign in, you provide your email address, you get uh, two more privileges. Number one is that you have the opportunity to set up your own personal watch list. So if you own or you're interested in, let's say, four or five different cryptocurrencies, you can add them to your watch list. And whenever there's a upgrade or a downgrade, you'll automatically get an email alert. Let's say um, Ethereum. Ethereum has just been upgraded by a notch or Cardano has just been downgraded by a notch. You get a little alert. That's free service number one. Free service number two is you receive a daily e-letter with news and analysis of what's going on in the crypto world. And that's called Wise Crypto Alert. It'll wind up in your inbox every day. And you can always opt out of it anytime you want. It's a good, solid educational and news content. Once you've had an opportunity to digest this free material, and you're ready to get more serious about investing, at that point, you may need specific recommendations of what to buy and when, and when to sell, right? That is not provided for free. For that, there are, we have subscription services that you can purchase. And that's, to answer your question, that's the primary source of our revenue.
sounds too good deal to be true because there's so much <laughs> money on the table to be made and i know that right. the, the audience we're talking about they have so much money winning in banks right now not having any return right um but just remember you're comparing apples and oranges money in the bank is uh protected in multiple ways even though you're getting no return your assets are are protected from almost any situation except some ultimate disaster, right? But in the crypto world, you have very, very sharp price volatility. So even if you're right about the market and, and crypto is going up over the long term, in the near term, you could see a very severe decline. Anytime, and any, and for any, virtually any reason. I'll give you an example. In the stock market, if the market were down 10% in one day, that would be considered uh, a huge crash. It's a stock market crash. It would be the Dow Jones would be down thousands of points in one day, right? In the Bitcoin world, and especially in other cryptocurrencies, a 10% decline in one day is routine. <laughs> no one bats an eyelash. <laughs> yeah. So if you're so if you're accustomed to traditional assets and stocks, and you, know, you go in, you buy Bitcoin or Ethereum or Cardano or whatever, and suddenly you wake up the next morning, it's down 10%. Oh my God, this is too risky for me. Don't let that happen. If you if you buy, just recognize that this is normal, and it comes with the, it comes with the with the territory. Hey, welcome to the office. I'm Dr. Back. I'm in the heart of Toronto. As you can see, uh, it's a ghost town. Not ghosts, because there's still some people walking around, but this is not the Toronto that we know. This is not what we expect from the Queen City. COVID has changed drastically our way of living, our expectation, and the way that we see life. So I'm doing this series and I'm traveling legally and safely uh, to other country to just try to have the pulse of a country. Of the trend that are lying under the fear, under our reaction, uh, under the, the depression of COVID. COVID economics will be covering what if this trend continues. And from the bottom of my heart, I just wish that I'll be proven wrong. It's the first time I write a book addressing something else than positivity. This one will be addressing uh, possibilities. Help me to reverse those trends that are starting, trends that might change the future and life as we know.
This is not just about us. It is mainly about our children. In what kind of society they will grow into? I'll be asking for friends and uh, smart people to pitch in. Hopefully they'll be joining in. It's about our hope for the future, and especially for the next generation. You're at home if you have any ideas, perspective to share, please write to me. COVID Economics, I'm Dr. Back. Welcome to the office. UAX Ultimate Audio Experience is a new platform to learn and enjoy books and stories. Developed by Emotive World Incorporated, under the leadership of Dr. Back, UAX are made to be entertaining while keeping the self-educational value of a book. UAX is a movie without image designed to engage with the visual cortex of both auditive and visual people, keeping you engaged throughout the audiobook experience. UAX is the blockbuster of the audiobooks. UAX will cover most of Dr. Back's books and is now negotiating to bring more authors and more titles to the UAX concept. Now streaming on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music and available for download on all major music platforms. Give it a try today. Welcome to the Alphas. So what you're saying here is have a strong stomach before we start. Have a strong stomach and invest only money you're comfortable risking. Only money you can afford to lose. That's Consider it a game at first. When you're comfortable and you have a sense of what you're doing and you've read the educational materials that we and others provide, then you can get a little more serious and start investing some more. In your opinion, this is still mm -hmm. a gamble. This is speculation. It's not investment. Oh, oh, absolutely. It's very much a gamble. Any asset that can fall 10%, 20% in a short period of time, it has to be considered a gamble. But it works both ways. As I said earlier in our discussion, if you had bought Bitcoin when we called the bottom in December of 2018, even after the so-called big dip we've had this month, you're, you would have taken let's say a thousand dollar investment up to about eleven thousand dollars today wow and so, if you invested a hundred thousand you'd have a million one hundred thousand dollars today i'm receiving mixed messages here it's like crazy good return and then be careful. <laughs> yeah, it's exact. No, they both go together. It's always, it's true in any investing. <laughs> the assets, if, think of it like a small cap stock, all right? 
if you invest in a small cap stop you or, or a startup, you have tremendous growth potential by selecting the right ones. But you also have other significant drawbacks. First of all, sharp declines that can come for almost any time, at almost any time for any reason. And second of all, uh, there's a potentially low liquidity. So uh, one big buyer or one big seller or a group of sellers could have a significant impact on the price in the short term. What I'm saying again, I'll repeat, is invest only money you can afford to lose, invest in small amounts to start, and then just stick with it. Just put it away and let it ride. <laughs> That's the easiest way to make money in cryptocurrencies today. That's a lot of information to digest. You were there at kind of the beginning of the trends. I wouldn't say that. No, I, I, we have staff. We have a, a very big staff, a solid team, who, some of whom were studying cryptocurrencies, involved in cryptocurrencies near the very beginning. But I myself cannot claim to be one of the crypto pioneers because, as I said earlier, we, we started rating cryptos in 2000, studying the ratings and building the ratings in 2017. And by that time, Bitcoin was already seven years old. But I have, our staff has, certainly has experience going back many years. I'm pretty sure that through what you just advise us and that mm -hmm. wisdom, our audience will not sell the stock to go into crypto. Now, if I address the younger audience who has nothing yet, and they, they, they make money, they have that set aside and say, where am I going to invest this money? Is crypto a good long-term vehicle for them to start investing? Let's start with Bitcoin, okay? Let's not talk about crypto in general. I think Bitcoin is taking on the function of a kind of digital gold. So if your investment advisor or someone you trust tells you that you should have, let's say, 5% or 10% of your total assets in gold or gold-related investments to protect you against inflation, protect against a central bank money printing and all the dangers we have in the world today. That is kind of average, right? Five, 10% in gold or he inflation hedges. Bitcoin now can replace some of that gold for that same function to protect you against the very possible scenario in which the value of our money goes down very sharply. We have serious inflation again. Bitcoin is a, would be a great inflation hedge for the long term. If your investment advisor says you should have 5% of your money in gold or gold-related assets, then maybe you could split that in half and move half of the, uh, the gold uh, sector to, to Bitcoin. That's Bitcoin. Bitcoin's primary use case today is not as a money, it's as a digital gold or gold 2.0. The second largest cryptocurrency in the world is Ethereum. But Ethereum is very different. It's not a money, it's actually providing the infrastructure for what might be called internet 2.0 instead of internet in unsecure you know, areas that can, that's centralized, controlled by central organizations, that's not very secure. You're, they're basically building a new internet. And on top of that new internet, a new 
banking system, a new kind of financial market. So to invest in that opportunity, decentralized finance, the one the place to get started would be Ethereum. Ethereum is even more volatile than Bitcoin, which means that when Bitcoin goes up, Ethereum could go up a lot faster. It means that when Bitcoin goes down, Ethereum could go down a lot faster. So that would be, I say, your first, one of the first candidates for a, a long-term speculation and getting a small stake in decentralized finance. talk about Bitcoin as a digital goal. You talk about Ethereum if you want to just edge it a little more and have more the, that sense of the volatility of the market. And volatility means both ways. You can win and you can lose. Mm -hmm. But I like to address the elephant in the room. What are you thinking of the, inf the influence of Elon Musk since the beginning of this year and Dogecoin? How, how would you qualify his influence over this market? It's not significant. Because the, whenever the market surges or falls, the bloggers and the reporters look around and say, okay, what news event took place that we can blame this on? <laughs> and so there's always something. And the most recent decline, rise and decline was attributed or seemed to be connected in some vague way to some of Elon Musk's tweets. But the reality is that's not what caused the markets go up or down. Another factor that the news media cited was that the Beijing was taking some steps to clamp down on certain kinds of cryptocurrency transactions. And that also was not the cause. It's just the excuse for a wave of selling. We find that, as I said, Bitcoin follows a pretty regular cycle. And it just so happened that at that time, it was at the top of one of its major cycles. So it was overdue for a decline anyhow. So I wouldn't attribute much. Dogecoin, uh, everyone says was, was kind of a joke, was created as a lark. We, we know the gentleman who created Dogecoin. He's an executive at Adobe. And he actually did a great job. He created a very, very <laughs> efficient, even though it was a quote unquote, as a lark, he created a very strong and efficient asset just to prove a point. And the interesting thing is he absolutely refused, due to conflicts of interest, he absolutely refused to own or invest any of his own money in that. He could have. He could have been a multi-billionaire today, but he decided that, no, he's doing this for the public domain and not for himself personally. How's that? Wow. <laughs> wow. I didn't know that story. But it's a, it's a good asset. Dogecoin is an excellent asset. It's very efficient. It's, there's nothing wrong with it at all. It's not a joke. It's a real thing. <laughs> so that's quite still a joke. <laughs> in a wolf pack or in a human society, an alpha is a leader that does not fear to pave the way for the whole group to move forward and to be empowered. They take the lead in spite of themselves, they learn and grow every step of the way and by doing so, they inspire a movement. Behind these leaders, there is a story. A dream. A journey. 
ahead of them, there is a purpose. What is it that drives them and keeps them going? What motivates them to keep inspiring the world through their accomplishments? International counselor Brenda Garcia takes you through the stories of these leaders, and as she gets to know the men and women behind the titles as they open up about their paths and their aspirations. This is Alpha Touch, a humane and sincere discussion with international role models from all fields, who have one thing in common, they dare to dream big. Learn from unique journeys, get inspired. Feed your legend. Welcome to the Alphas. So what we are is a chance to keep the independence of this profession. The reason why we can take this drive and lead the change is because, for one, we understand that this is more than just profit. This is a society in rebuild. This has more implication than just taking market share, banking on profit and popularity. This is about creating a root, a deeper root with the organization, a deeper root with the community, and this is also why we have made sure that all our partners will be happy. And between you and I, we're saying that after 10 years, they're free to go. We are that confident that nobody will like to leave them next, unless they have personal reason that they have to move and change country. For people who will be changing cities inside of uh, the same country, we are thinking that this can be an easy swap. You swap in your share of MDEX on one side, and then we swap that back on the other side where you want to practice. It will take you maybe a few months to readjust, but you're not building back from scratch. To all the dentists partnering up with us, you have a partner, which is like renting a car. Of course, if you just want to cut your contract, you will have some penalties to face, but you're not alone. To the bankers looking at us and the people who are lending the money, you know that a dentist can have ups and downs. We never know what life will bring. But unless there's another COVID pause like this one, it is very unlikely that the whole industry will just stop. And this is what we are, the foundation of an industry. I'd like to, to, to ask you one other major question on that audience has been kind of accoutumate to the fact that the stock market is going up and down the circle and they have come to accept and make peace of that. They also have in mind that money that they put in the bank account, it's money that is safe, except for the inflation. But now Bitcoin has, not just Bitcoin, but the crypto world has about 10 years. We're just starting because the, the general public is starting to have more and more exposure to the crypto industry and more right. and more big players are coming. We know that China is planning to have their own crypto, or not crypto, but uh, digital asset. And other governments might be doing the same. What do you think that this trend going on that has a, a broader acceptation by the institution, the countries, and also the general public, what kind of effect it will have on that crypto world of speculation? The, the government's attempts to create a cryptocurrency is a misnomer and it's a very misleading because the success of the currencies we know today, starting from Bitcoin all the way to Ethereum, the new cryptocurrencies that have emerged, is that they are not controlled by any centralized institution. They are effectively a, a community asset that's shared by everyone who participates. 
So the idea that government can create or control a cryptocurrency is a kind of a, a oxymoron. It's, it's, it's a disconnect. All they'd be doing is creating some other kind of digital asset, which by the way, would be nothing new. You know why? It'd be nothing new except for perhaps the fact that they might use some blockchain technology, It'd be nothing new. I say a government controlled digital asset is nothing new because 90% of your Canadian dollars and your US dollars and any major currency in the world is already digital. Over 90% of all the money out there, the government controlled money is already exists exclusively in digital form. So that's already a digital asset. If they create a digital currency or asset based on blockchain, the only thing they've changed is switch from one kind of technology to another kind of technology. But politically, socially, economically, financially, nothing else changes. So there's nothing new. What makes the cryptocurrencies that we've been talking about unique is that they're not controlled by any government. They're not controlled by any centralized institution. And that's why they've grown so dramatically. And if a government comes out with its government crypto, no one's going to want it for that exact reason. <laughs> no one's going to want to buy it. It's not going to have a market. It's not going to have any liquidity, right? It's just going to be a, a puff piece. Venezuela tried it. They came out with a crypto called the Petro. <laughs> Did it go anywhere? No, it's dead. Nobody buys it, no one's interested in it, no one trades it. It's totally dead. It exists somewhere on someone's hard drive and pen drive, but that's about it. My audience usually pay for information. They pay for education. Mm -hmm. And again, if I go through what you're saying, most of your, the education you're providing or your, your partners are providing all for free. I think that you should start there. Start with the free stuff. <laughs> and then if you wish to buy some of our services, then we, when, if you receive an email from us discussing or mentioning other services and take a look at it, even then, before we ask you to buy anything, we want to make sure you get a good education about what we're talking about. So for example, uh, right now, we have created a, a video. That's about a 40 minute video called uh, the greatest money revolution of all time. It's about DeFi, decentralized finance. And if you watch that video, you can get a, a greater education about what's going on. And at the end of the video, if you're interested in subscribing to our service and paying for a subscription, then you'll have the opportunity to do that after you've gotten the education about what it's all about. So if I understood you correctly, even the video is free. That video is free, but if you want to, at the end, if you have an opportunity to purchase some a package of reports and uh, continuing updates for I think $29. <laughs> $29. Uh -huh. Come on, people. What are you waiting for? <laughs> you, sit, you, you sit on the sideline looking at, wow, those are crazy returns. I'm talking to you, thanking you for your okay. generosity. We're not a charitable organization. After you've tried our $29 monthly newsletter, 
Then we have other more expensive services if you're interested. One of them is uh, called Undiscovered Cryptos, which shows you how to purchase cryptocurrencies before it tells you which ones to buy and it also shows you how to buy them before they're listed on a major exchange. And that gives you an opportunity to effectively buy them before they're widely available to the public. Kind of like buying a stock before it's IPO. That's not exactly, <laughs> not exactly the same. Teasing, but I think that we have a lot of indication yeah. to go to but first. Be but before you spend your money either to invest in crypto or to buy our services, you need to learn more. And we provide that opportunity in multiple ways. In that sense, you will love this public because the public that I'm representing, they, they trust in only one thing, education. <laughs> there you go. So start with the education first. And then, you know, there's another issue that's important for education. When your patient is prescribed medication or a particular regime, right? If they're not educated and understand what it's all about, your compliance ratio is going to be very low, right? You want them to follow the prescriptions and in order to make it effective. The same is true with us. We, we don't just say, okay, do this, do that, and goodbye. We want you to understand what it's all about and be involved with that education in order to really have the confidence you need to act on the information, to actually follow the prescriptions, fulfill the prescriptions and not just leave them in the, in the cupboard. Let's say that I am an enthusiast and I, right. I, I, I'm still young, I'm making good money and I can afford to lose part of it. And I'm jumping into this with education, going to the courses, the newsletter, and taking even your higher services. I guess that the return I'm looking for eventually, I know that nothing is sure, but the return I'll be looking at, it's gonna be tremendous compared tremendous. to what else I can do. That potential is definitely there. There's one more thing you're gonna need from us. If you, you know, this is where the, the paid subscription comes in. And I mentioned earlier that this is Bitcoin and other cryptos have a pretty regular cycle. And the point of this, the cycle is about four years. And that four year cycle is divided into four phases, each of which average about a year. It can vary, but let's say on average, there are four one year phases to the cycle. The phase we just passed would be considered phase three of the cycle. And that was the bullish cycle, the bullish phase. We call it the bullish year. The phase that's coming ahead, we call the parabolic year, bullish on steroids. And that's why I say <laughs> the big surge is yet to come. But the phase after that is the bear year, the bearish year, when things go down. So one very important piece of information you're going to need from us or from your own research is when is the parabolic year ending and the bearish year <laughs> beginning? Because if you, if you just hang in there throughout the bearish year, you could give back almost the, the overwhelming bulk of your, of your gains.
In 2017, the parabolic year, the last cycle, began with Bitcoin at $1,000. People thought it was expensive at that time, but by the end of that year, Bitcoin was trading close to $20,000. And then it went, started going down, 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 and it wound up at the end of 2018, close to $3,000. So that gives you some general parameters of how much you can make in a year and how much you can lose in a year. And one important piece of information that we think we can help provide you is to give you a sense of when the peak has, or has happened and when the barrier is beginning. That's a, a service we also provide. I don't know what to say more than thank you. Thank you oh. for, for educating us. Thank you for taking the time and to, to give us that kind of opportunity. Because I'll tell you that being a doctor, we work hard for money. We're even harder for a title. And this looked like you're asking us to just take another course. That's easy. <laughs> but there's this kind of return. It's like it's unseen, nowhere. Never forget, with the big returns comes big risk. Like anything else right. in this world. There's no free lunch. There's no free lunch. So in yeah. 2017, you said that Bitcoin was trading at $1,000. So let's say right. that I was just getting in and I bought around 1000 maybe a little more. Then without doing anything, it went to 20 grand. I was too busy trying to, to know what to do with that money. And mm -hmm. then it went back to three in 2018. But then we know what happened after that. By 2020, that, it was trading at 50, uh, I think 64 at the top of the, the market. In, so even in, if I was sleeping on that 3,000, it's still giving me a great return. It is, but uh, what, here's what a lot of people did. What you described is actually the minority of investors who actually held on. The majority of investors at 1,000 thought Bitcoin was too expensive. They didn't know what it was and they were afraid of it. By the time it, when it hit 5,000, they started taking a look. Oh, this is beginning to look interesting. I, I'm a dummy. I could have made five times my money. And then it wasn't until Bitcoin was like 15,000, they finally said, oh, I can't take this any longer. I'm jumping in. All right. So they jump in 15,000. <laughs> then uh, they see it's going up to 20,000. Oh, great. I just made $5,000. But then it starts going down, down, down. And they start getting scared. They say, oh, I'm going to hold, I'm going to hold, I'm going to hold. It goes down to 10,000. Oh, I'm going to hold. It goes to 5,000. And at that point, they say, I'm out. Forget it. I've lost $10,000. I'm done. Never I'm going to touch this crap again. <laughs> and that's when it starts going up to, to 60,000. So the psychology of the investor typically has been to buy high and sell low. So it's not as easy as, <laughs> it's easy to see in retrospect, but at the time, a lot of investors made those kinds of mistakes over and over again. And what here, we're here for is to try and reverse it and say, look, when everyone else is screaming, bye, 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 that's when we're going to tell you to sell <laughs> and vice versa. The moral of the story is if you want to jump into this, get educated and then get some help. This is mainly what you're saying, right? Exactly. And even if you get the best help in the world, don't bet the farm. <laughs> this is not this. Uh, we have a gentleman in our organization who's from the UK and he's uh, a director of research. And his expression is how we're going to end this interview. All right.
this is not for granny's pension. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Put a thousand there. That's the money you'd be spending on your vacation anyway. Thank you for taking this, this time very gently and also to, to drop, walk us through the, uh, the steps. Because I know that a lot of people right now are looking at crypto. The, the way you mentioned it is they, they saw it at 500, they saw it at five grand. They didn't jump in because they are very prudent people at 20. They maybe miss it at three because they were just busy doing something else. And they look at it and say, wow, now that Elon Musk is jumping into this, it's making money more and more and more money. When we're, everybody heard that Visa was target, starting to, to take in account that you can pay crypto with your Visa card. When you heard that you can buy a Tesla with crypto, the mind is starting to shift. And the situation you just described, maybe a lot of us will be jumping in when it is pretty high. Mm-hmm. And we might hold until it's just about to go back up. So um, go to wisecrypto.com, sign up for the free daily e-letter and the opportunity to create your own watch list. And then we'll be in touch from there. You at home, I cannot advise you what to do, but look in the mirror and say, what do you have to lose to do this? And, and what Dr. Wise is saying that you will have to educate yourself. We're good doing that. <laughs> We're championing educating ourselves about the new techniques, the new laws. This is a way for you to, to move ahead by much. But twice, I know that I said that before, and I think it's the first time I said so many times within one interview, but from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much to, to have accept our invitation, to have opened up to our audience. And hopefully you will see more and more of us joining your newsletter, your educational system. And hopefully we will be able to, uh, to write this future together. I would like to end up with the classic question I'm asking all my guests. What are your hopes for the future? My hope is that um, this new great money revolution will not only help uh, people in our side of the world and our level of uh, wealth to grow their wealth, but also will help reduce some of the inequality in the world. Because as I said earlier, decentralized finance will give access to financial services and higher interest rates and investments to a much broader public that today wouldn't have the ability to open a bank account or to borrow money or to buy stocks that have been excluded from the, the financial world. And decentralized finance will open that world to anyone with a, a mobile device and an internet connection. Press a few buttons. In tiny amounts, starting from very tiny amounts. You know, even though Bitcoin is selling for 40,000 or so, you can buy a tiny fraction of a Bitcoin. You can invest in any crypto with as little as $10. And that's going to be open the opportunity for billions of people to become a part of the broader financial universe. That's my hope. And I think it will happen. Thank you so much. I hope that this is just the beginning of a love story between us, between my audience and and your team, and also between us and the crypto market. (laughs) All right. Let's hope for the best and... Uh, and but expect sometimes the worst as well. I'm Dr. Back. Welcome to the office.
I'm living right here and now and I don't wanna miss out Is this what life's all about? The world is calling and I'm listening Yeah, I'm listening I feel the freedom inside, come on let's go for a ride I finally open my eyes and I can see it so
now.